Welcome back to another episode of Below the Dot Podcast, where we recap and discuss a new episode of Degrassi, The Next Generation, every throwback Thursday from the Degrassi Black Hole. I am your co-host, Terry McGregor. I am your other host, Chris Sharp. And today, we are recapping a new season. Today, we start season five, episodes one and two, because it's a two-part series premiere, of course, uh, titled Venus. But before we get into breaking down the episode... And all these other things, we'll get into some trivia for Terry. Maybe? Give me one fucking second. I know where them <laughs> bitches is at. Oh, nice. Save you the day. Where? where? They were in my work bag. <laughs> of course. Even for though you haven't been to work. Girl, for the <laughs> record, every single time I lose my AirPods or lose, they are in my work bag. Damn. So we play this game every single time. <laughs> I run around and then I'm like, oh, I brought them to work. I'll remember that for next time. I'm like, bitch, check your work bag. <laughs> so I probably won't lose them all fucking summer for that reason. <laughs> anyway, disclaimer, I lost my AirPods, so I'm using my mom's AirPods, but I was really pissed because I'm about to fly out on Thursday, so I'm going to need my AirPods. And I don't feel like looking for them. So I found them just in case nobody cared, but here we are. <clears throat> is it time for trivia for Terry? It is time. All right. This week for our two-part episode, I have six questions. Oh, good. I'm probably... You know, I'm not even going to put that in the air. Let's go. <laughs> All right. What is the name of the agent who where Manny sent her photos already? You know what? This is annoying. And what is it? Bernice Fine. Bernice. Okay. Why does Ashley stay in London? Because of her boyfriend, Alistair. Yeah. Basic as bitch. Like, what a right. common reason. Who? How did your parents let this happen? How do you leave Craig and then go <laughs> to the UK to get a new man and stay there for that man and you didn't stay in Canada for this man? Go on. Like, I, I mean, I wouldn't <laughs> even be mad at her for staying. If it were for, were if for it, anything right. but a boy. That's yes. so stupid. Mm-hmm. Agreed. All right. How much does liposuction cost in this episode? Dang. 6000 3000 3000 Was 6000 the boobs? Probably. I think yeah. maybe the base number he gave her was just like <laughs> liposuction for the 3000 And then he started tacking extra stuff on as they do because they play on your insecurities. That is so wild. I'm sure it's tripled that at this point. Right. Absolutely. I'm pretty sure when I looked into a reduction a couple of years ago, it was around $10,000. Maybe per boob or I can't remember <gasps> if it was total or per boob. I don't really remember. That should be illegal. I want to say, say it was maybe like 14000 total. I don't remember, honestly. It was expensive. And it was like, y'all better take these titties. <laughs> right. What the hell? Give them to somebody else. Man, That'll pay for come them. on. Can we do a titty transplant? We'll <laughs> donate. In fact, can I, how do we, how do we arrange this? Maybe like I could be a, a donor. Right. With the surgery right. free if I could donate to those yes. in need. Think about those who have had double mastectomies due to health reasons. 
and they could take my titties. That should really I, be a thing. Y'all are sitting here like, I just came for trivia. <laughs> <laughs> what time did Jen see Manny with Peter? Look, one thing y'all need to know is that Terry is tired, too. <laughs> Chris is tired. Terry is tired. We all tired. But we still here. We're here. Is it 2.30? At- 2 a.m. Close. 2 a.m. There you go. Okay. How many mean words did Craig say to Ellie? Girl, I don't even know the answer to this question, except for that <laughs> I have the answer to this question. <laughs> 17? Two. And I don't oh. even know why. I, why did I even remember this moment? Why would she know that he said two? Oh, okay. I kind of remember this. I'm over here thinking she, he, like, cussed her out. Yeah, Either we way. got the... I, I will re-remember when I watch this. What is Paige eating for lunch when she discusses her college resume with Hazel? Dang it. I have no freaking clue. A sandwich? Pasta? Seven, seven up with a straw and Cheeto puffs. Hazel has Mountain Dew and Ruffles. I just come really on. appreciated product placement. Yes, I was going to say. Come on, sponsorships and product placement. Right? That's what I was checking. But yes, so... You got, I think it's 60%. You got two mm-hmm. right, three, four, 60%. Look, these are good odds for two bitches who's tired. <laughs> exactly. It's like, I don't know what my computer is doing right now. Um, but yeah, it's like with the two-part episodes, sometimes I focus on certain things or I'm literally just trying to take notes and I'm not paying attention to the details. And then others, I'm like, I know this episode. I've seen this before. Girl, like 10 years ago. Mm-hmm. No, I hear you. And then it's really, it's really hard for me to like, for because I've seen them so many times, right? So then it's hard for me to focus, focus when I'm taking the notes. But then I'm like, no, bitch, you got to watch this so you can recap properly. The struggles. Um, also, also really diff- difficult when they have boring storylines. Right there again. We run into that often, but with the two-part episodes, I need it to be tea nonstop, or I'm just going to zone out. <laughs> right. I'm here for you. I'm here with you. Um. Okay, friends. So if you joined us last week, you probably heard that we we're trying out a new segment. This is still considered, I can't speak, Terry's tidbits. Um, but what I'm trying to do now is look into different characters that we're either introduced to or end up in the black hole once we meet them, like, very fast. Um, just to kind of do a deep dive on where they at in their current lives. Because, again, if you were here last week, we kind of discussed that Canadian actors or the child actors from Degrassi, at least, honestly went on to live pretty normal lives and didn't do anything too sketchy. So... For today's breakdown of characters, we're introduced to Peter today. So I decided Mm. to do a deep dive on Peter, who I believe his real name is Jamie Johnstone. Jamie Johnston? Jamie Johnston. Mm. Okay. So at first, I had a really hard time finding his TikTok. Um, I thought he was going to be one of the first, of course, characters I chose. I didn't have a TikTok, but you know I found it. And that's because he doesn't go by the normal name up there. The TikTok is underscore JJ underscore 416 and if i'm being completely honest this guy did not age well um (laughs) (laughs) seems like a great guy seems fairly normal from my research doesn't look like he got into trouble or anything he just doesn't look great and i guess that's what happens when you peak when you're younger because i'm sure when he was on degrassi that was his peak right like everyone thought peter was a shit Mm. um 
nonetheless did a deep dive on his TikTok. He's very interesting. Uh, he doesn't have many followers, many likes or comments. So I'm pretty sure if you were to go on his page right now and interact with him, he would respond. Ooh. Um, so we should actually try that from our <laughs> girl because the way I was about to go message him. <laughs> Um, so he just posts really random TikToks, right? He posts really random TikToks, just like, I guess, trying to be funny and along the lines of things, but it looks like he lives a pretty normal life. Like he'll show his apartment and stuff like that. And just like everyday things that happen, like the apartment not taking care of fire alarms and all that stuff. (laughs) Interesting enough. Um, what I found in my deep dive though, is that he was previously a part of a band, um, called sound speed. And that consisted of six bandmates. Five of which were previously on Degrassi and allegedly performed the theme song for season nine and ten, though there's conflicting information about this. So some people on YouTube said that that's um what is his name? Peter's character singing in nine and ten and it's the band. Um but then other people said that the band is studs, so I couldn't tell you. Maybe he'll tell you if you write him on TikTok. But I thought that their band was called Janie and the Studs. Oh. Now I'm gonna go look it up. I'm pretty sure that's what they were called. Because the band that he was in with, well, he was in multiple bands, so this could be true. The band he was in was him, the character, or the actor that played Danny, actor that played Sav, Spinner, and then the actor that played Johnny DeMarco. And they went by sound, what did I say? Sound speed. And I think they broke up in like 2011. Um, What else? Don't mind me. I'm just over here Googling. So the band on Degrassi was called Janie and the Studs. And that includes Spinner, Peter, Danny, Sav, and Jane. And I'm now Googling the Studs on the band. And I want, I mean, I can't really find a lot. I wonder if they went by two different names, which would make sense. I mean, it wouldn't make sense for it would not make sense if for them to be the studs on the show mm-hmm. and then also for the thing to be, you know, from the studs if that was not intended to be the same person. But, I, you know, people do things that don't make sense all the time. So there's also yeah. that. He was in another band, too. I forget the name. And that band included Spinner in it as well. So maybe it was one of the two. Um, but nonetheless, everyone tried their hand at music, apparently. It's, that's kind of giving Nickelodeon and Disney, right? Where it's like you step outside of acting and then do music. So he was yeah. very on brand for the child star in that sense. Um, and then lastly, the most interesting thing, I think the reason I found his TikTok is because the most noteworthy TikTok he has is one of him sharing that he has a personal theory that Peter is, was bisexual and that he's mm. not bisexual, but Peter was. I have seen that on um, people have said things, something along the lines of that on Degrassi Reddit, because when Mm -hmm. I think there's a character that tells him that they're gay and he is like, okay, cool. And I want, I don't even know if they kiss, like maybe the character kissed him. I am not Mm. sure, but he, he isn't bothered by it. And that's not to say that just because someone says that you're gay and you're cool about it, that that means that you're gay. Right. But I think that maybe they, the idea was that they may or may not have toyed with the idea of mm-hmm. um, having his character be bisexual, and then they just didn't move in that direction, which I'm okay with that. I'm okay with a platonic relationship between right. a straight character and a gay character, and what y'all did. He didn't have to be bi. Um, but yeah, I have seen that theory before on Reddit. Yeah, and being accepting of it. Um, yeah, so that is what I found for Peter. I thought he was... 
You know, because there's always a mix of Degrassi characters that you'll follow that'll either really reference Degrassi a lot or will not. And he's definitely, from what I can see, one that doesn't reference it too often. He just references a bunch of other random things. So that is my deep dive for today. Um, Yeah, and I honestly, I know Peter is problematic because I also found a BuzzFeed article that had like 11 times that Peter Stone was terrible on Degrassi. So I don't remember the storylines, but I'm interested to see where he goes. And that actually, okay, one last thing. I was like, damn, did he not age well because his character was very problematic towards women in the show? (laughs) And that's his karma. (laughs) No, no, no. I feel like, I mean, who knows why he didn't age well. Maybe he's problematic in real life, too. I thought he was problematic in real life. No. And, I mean, if you're listening to this and you're like, what does problematic mean? You know what it means. And if you have a problem, stop listening. Yeah. Look, we're not being paid to be here, so I can tell you to go. (laughs) If if you don't like us talking about woke culture, then go. Yeah. That's fine. You can leave. Thank you. But, yes. Shout out to Peter, though. I mean, I'm sure he's a great guy. And it's okay if you don't age well. Because, again, he's not problematic from what I read. So it's okay. All is well. He's still kicking, living his life, and posting about it. So follow him. Pharrell was aging wonderfully until he said something. He must have said, like, all lives matter or some bullshit. (sighs) And then next thing you knew, that man was covered in wrinkles. I'm just saying. Yeah, he actually did look the same age for, like, 30 years. Hating black people will really age you. Those ancestors will rip back that black don't crack so fast. (laughs) Sorry. Anyway, we'll go ahead and get started. (laughs) Back on subject. All right, so it's a two-part episode, which means that we will be here forever. Starting (laughs) off with plot B of our first episode. Paige lets us know when we first see the crew, which consists of Jimmy, Hazel, Marco, Paige, Craig, and Ellie, that they actually made it to their senior year. Notably absent, Ashley. But according to Ellie, she'll definitely be here. But y'all already know that she's not going to be here because we said it in our um, little tidbits. Nope, not tidbits. Trivia. Yeah, she's not coming back. Did you ever wonder? We also said in the last episode that she leaves and then comes back. So, I mean, but you don't know why. Mm -hmm. Well, you do know why because of trivia. Anyway, did you wonder how summer school went for Spinner? He put in a lot of work, and we hear Miss Hatsalakos telling him, and so she's allowing him to return to Degrassi under one condition that he don't stir up any additional shit. This isn't surprising. Like, okay, good. I'm glad you did good. But the way he greets his old friends, because why on earth would you think that they still want to speak to you? Sir, you passed summer school. You didn't pass friendship. Right. That doesn't erase a single thing you did. (laughs) I saw somebody complaining about how, like, the intro makes his character sympathetic, the way he's all by himself, and I guess how you shouldn't sympathize with him. I mean... They they really try to play up the pity card on him. I'm not saying that you should pity him because he did some foul things and he deserves mm-hmm. to have the consequences for his actions. He does not deserve all the credit for what he did to Rick, but he was an asshole, so he deserves to be punished. And if and in any case, even if that didn't happen with Rick and the Jimmy and the thing, Paige should have been cut his ass off. He was a dick last season. Yeah. It, their, like, stint of our relationship went well for, like, two days. Right. And honestly, Jimmy should have cut like they he wasn't a good friend. So even if this shouldn't have happened, y'all should have cut his ass off anyway. Anyway, that's just my two cents. Um, everyone snubs Spinner, even Craig, who I guess it was kind of amicable with during Craig's manic period, but guess that ship has sailed. Right. Unlike 
Unlike Manny, Spinner's hair looks a lot better, and he mm. may have even showered this season. Why they give Manny that mom haircut? Sis, like she has bad wig. But like that was that was how we were wearing our like the layered look. The layers that was it. Now I'm not saying it looked good, but that right. was that bitch layers. It kind of gives mullet and the way she's got it with the curly. Yes. And I think that she could do layers well. Just that one. Not yeah, here it. it was just really get like the cut of it was really giving bad wig, but it was her hair, and that I feel like if your hair looks like a bad wig, that's a problem. <laughs> it probably right. looked great back in the day, though. I'm sure people were like, "I want that haircut." <laughs> I'm sure someone did, but I'm gonna mm-hmm. let you guys know that I always thought Manny's hair looked atrocious come season yeah. five for a good couple seasons. Mm. Anyway, sorry, Cassie <laughs> Steele, you're gorgeous though. Yeah, she is. Where are we? I do this every single episode. I lose where I'm at. It's fine. I I said that I can't get over, like, the gall of Spinner speaking to them. Like, sir, what was it, four months ago you got the man shot? Yeah, it hasn't been a lot of time at all. Like, read the room. And I, I don't know, maybe you can remember. Can anyone remember Spinner actually saying the words, I'm sorry, after he initially told Jimmy what happened? Like, did he say I'm sorry after that point? Did he say he's sorry when he drove over to Craig's house and he was drunk? Or did he just be like, I want my friends back? Yeah, I feel like he was trying to get them to talk to him, but I don't remember him saying sorry. Someone could correct us. I don't know if that ever came out, but I just remember him, like, begging them to talk to him. I think he said sorry when he told Jimmy what he did, like, in that scene. But aside Mm -hmm. from that, that was, like, his only good apology, and every other one was like, please, talk to me, be my friend. And it's like, give them time and leave them alone. And honestly... Except that they're never, they may never be your friend again. Sometimes you do foul things and people don't want to be your friend and you have to accept those consequences. Yeah. That's what I was going to say. Give them a lot of time because that's not something that happens every day. You didn't date someone's girl. You know what I mean? You didn't date someone's girlfriend. You didn't do something stupid that people would argue over in high school. You literally got someone shot and someone else died as a result. So. And this man still can't walk. Like. Right. He's reminded of that every day. Yeah, exactly. He might actually. We know what happens, but he never needs to be Spinner's friend again because he's reminded every day of what Spinner contributed to. That's mm-hmm. wild. Mm-hmm. I agree. And I don't blame... I'm real big on saying, like, stay out their business. Like, just because mm-hmm. one person's not friends with them doesn't mean that everyone doesn't need to be friends with them. But no, um, I'm a pick size on this one. And it's fuck you for me. <laughs> right. Because <laughs> then when you get me shot, then I'm going to be looking stupid. We're not going to play this game. No, you don't get to mess up twice like that. No, not at all. So that's just where I'm at. And again, right, disclaimer, it wasn't him. It was just Rick, blah, blah, blah. You guys already know. I don't need to say Mm -hmm. it again. Later that day, Ellie is stressed because Ashley hasn't emailed her in a week. I'm stressed because Ellie is wearing a long sleeve layered shirt look (laughs) with a black shirt and a studded belt with jeans underneath. (laughs) And I'm just wondering, does the cast dress themselves? Because what the fuck is this outfit? Girl, they must have. The ever-optimistic Marco suggests that Ashley's going to surprise Craig for his birthday tomorrow, which nobody else apparently remembered, and now Ellie takes it upon herself to plan something fun. Ellie is in media immersion, speaking code with Craig when an email arrives from Ashley. Ashley has decided to stay in London with her new boyfriend, Alistair, a.k.a. Allie. (laughs) Which, as I said earlier, don't knock the girl for staying, but why the Mm -hmm. fuck are your parents allowing you to do it for a boy? What are y'all doing? Right. Yeah. Because, like, then how did you spend your summer? Because you were so set on going there to work and all that stuff. 
And it's not that you can't meet people during this, but the fact that that's the reason you're staying and not the reason you originally went is a little wild. Like, what is she going to do about school? No one gives us any information. <laughs> well, and then we find out what went on with school, because I'm pretty sure she just took, like, a gap year. Mm, interesting. Stupid. All I'm saying is if I were Ashley and I had been dating Craig, I would want a break from men. It mm-hmm. seems like it would be pretty draining and not trying to knock Craig or his illness. But, I mean, when people have mental illnesses, it's a mental illness of the whole family. or not a mental illness. Of a, it affects the whole family. And so it's not wrong to say she said it to him. She said, yeah. look, I'm always worried about you. That probably makes her very anxious. And it, we know she ain't his mama. Right. R.I.P., the bitch needs a break. So, I mean, I guess a break just means the best way to get over one man is to get under another or whatever. Yes. <laughs> On to the next, she said. I guess. To each his or her own. Wouldn't be me. Maybe it would be. <laughs> Ellie feels compelled to hide the news from Craig. And she's overcompensating by throwing him a birthday party. She's doing a lot. And I probably wouldn't hate it so much if I didn't know the future. Mm-hmm. Question. If you didn't know the future, would you think that Craig and Ellie are cute coupling? I think, am I thinking of, the only reason I think that they would be a good match or it's cute is probably not even healthy, but it's literally because they both have Mm. like back past that they're currently working on and not everyone at that age is working on like traumatic stuff. So I could see mm-hmm. them bonding over that and them being good for each other in a sense that they would understand each other uh, more than the next person might. Mm-hmm. I wish they could have just left them as friends like mm-hmm. forever right. and never touched them and just have that and not stick them together. Just kind of like how it's annoying when y'all stick all the black characters together, right? Right. It's like you yeah. got one who experienced trauma and he has a bipolar diagnosis and you have the other one who experienced trauma and she was... Um, participating in self-harm and mm-hmm. then you just stick them together because like wow the two kids with traumatic past can just go together i mean i guess i don't know i think they in this episode they showed how good of friends they were and how many mm-hmm. similarities they had and they clearly were kind of forcing this closeness upon us right mm, i guess i guess but like it's really hard to just not know mm-hmm. how much of a dirtbag craig is and that is actually so true (laughs) how much of a pick me they turn ellie into so maybe i could see maybe like season three ellie and craig of or something but not season five ellie even maybe season four yeah she's just very irritating now is she not yeah and she came on the scene like really strong like we thought she was well she was a great friend and all so she had great characteristics so i kind of do hate that Sometimes the grassy will just be like, yep, everyone date. Like, that is kind of their answer for everything. It's just like, you guys know each other, now date. You are friends with their ex, now date. And that's how high school works, but it's so true in the sense where they could have done so many different things for them. Because now that I think about it, and you mentioned it, Ellie continuing on with Craig after she knows that he got Manny pregnant and all these things to her best friend is pretty it's, wild. That's But that's also not season three and season four Ellie. That's right. not like who she, like her pining over this deadbeat of a man. Right. Like she'd be cussing him out. Right. Right. So it's just very confusing and annoying. Anyway, 
Ellie goes to the dot. She's getting coffee and she chats it up with Spinner. And he's really friendly with her considering the fact that they are not friends. But he's so desperate to get his friends back. So he offers them to have the like a spot for Craig's birthday. I don't understand why Ellie tells Spinner about how Ashley just broke up with Craig. I like Me I don't either. get a lot of the actions in this show. I don't think it <laughs> it doesn't add up. Because that doesn't make sense. That's no one's friend in the group anymore. You're telling him like not even keeping names out of it. You're like you're literally telling his business before he knows. Like that's that's wild. So they all get to the dot. Jimmy makes a snide mark, a remark about how Degrassi allowed Spinner back in spite of what he's done. Paige brushes off his comment and says that she wants to hear all about Ashley Kerwin instead. So now everybody, including Spinner, knows that Ashley is dumping Craig, except for Craig. Make did it I make do sense. that Am I the Ass? I think I did an Am I the Asshole about this. You did for this episode. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So Ashley... Or not Ashley. Ellie shares that she has no intention of telling Craig yet. I think everyone said that, yes, they absolutely did think that she was the ass. Or, no, they they voted that Craig was not the asshole for getting upset. Yeah. So, for the first time in Craig's history, NTA. <laughs> Craig is receiving a shake from Spinner when Spinner tells him that he gave him two extra scoops as a birthday gift. And then he expresses, I'm really sorry about the breakup. The one that oh. Craig has no idea about. Spinner... You just couldn't be quiet. Uh, secondhand embarrassment. I hate him. Also, are you fancy with new nails? I do have new nails. You them? going somewhere? My friend is coming into town this weekend. Oh, look at you living the, your best life. Girl, out here with Love a manicure. Beautiful. I thought you were about to say out here with a man. And I was going to say... <laughs> no, girl. <laughs> More important, a manicure, a well-done manicure, because you know how hard it is to find a good place. <laughs> right, exactly. Look at you. That's beautiful. Irrelevant. Sorry. It's really hard getting through these longest episodes. Got to just throw in some extra spice. Right. Craig goes back to the table, and he's like, all you bitches knew? Oh, the fuck out of here I'm going. So he leaves. And I am I said, I'm going to give him his whatever. He was right. Um Mm-hmm. And again, he was voted NTA. He is an asshole. But in this situation, <laughs> I am not mad at Craig for being mad so much that, as I said, I went and posted it. Am I the asshole on Reddit and on our TikTok account? Um, so Craig storms out at the dot upon discovery that everyone knew about Ashley but him. Craig doesn't only find out that Ashley isn't coming back, but also that he doesn't want to be she doesn't want to be with him and that she met someone new like, damn, that's three bombs. That is, I'm also so confused because what happened to email me? Remember when she said that to him? Like, did they ever end up emailing? Probably not. Right? Didn't he know that they were broken up? Like, we're, like, we even questioned the status of the relationship. So it's weird that she sent this information to Ellie. And, like, what was she ever going to send to Craig? Also, I probably wouldn't have said shit. Yeah. That's a very good question why she didn't email Craig. I'm confused. And then I also read something on the Degrassi wiki that said that Ashley also broke up with Jimmy on his birthday. So this would be the second time that she broke up with someone on their birthday. It's kind of like her thing. It is. I think that's funny. She the birthday bitch. She don't break (laughs) up with your ass on your birthday. She's like, I'm not buying you a gift. It's over. (laughs) Absolutely. Actually, did she break up with Jimmy on his birthday? I feel like he broke up with her, no? No. Remember 
she, God, they got into it and he was like, mm-hmm. bitch, get the fuck out of here. And the next day they got back together. And then, screaming. then at the end of the season, when she took ecstasy, she told him, I should have broken up with you on your birthday. On your birthday. And, like, Damn. So she didn't, but they got into it and he ordered that pizza by himself. Yes, she is so shady. Not her bringing up the birthday. That was that was. Pretty, I mean, I guess she was high. I've never taken ecstasy before. Um, on the record, just haven't. So I cannot answer whether or not this is a normal reaction to taking ecstasy. But if you have, you can write in anonymously and let us know. Let us know if you tell everyone your business, <laughs> your deep dark secrets. I will not reveal your identity. I just want to know. Do you come at people like? You just don't give a fuck about the repercussions. Anyway, Craig's mad. Ashley's sad. She's not sad. She's living her best life. Ellie is outside the dot. She's feeling really guilty about the situation that has nothing to do with her. And Marco tells Ellie, because you like him. And she's like, no, I don't. Please stop. And now we're going to go on to plot A for first season. Anything you want to comment on before we go on to plot A? No, I think that's all I got. All right, so in our opening scene of the episode, Emma's at the pool with Manny, and she has her sights set on a boy who will we, we will eventually learn is named Peter the fucking Devilstone. Mm-hmm. He is surrounded by girls, and Emma's lamenting about how he hasn't even noticed her, but he did notice Manny. Manny rebukes this, and she's like, I'm not worried about his ass. I am only worried about my acting career after being featured in the Kevin Smith movie. Emma and Manny are really focused on the way that their bodies look. And I feel like this is a little bit of foreshadowing because I Mm -hmm. do know that we cover some more body image issues. I don't remember if it's later in season five or if it's in season six, but we're going to get back to it eventually. Um, I just I do want to say that not that it has any impact on their value, their beauty or how they how people view themselves, but they're both incredibly thin. Mm-hmm. Um, which is very I mean it's pretty indicative of how like people feel about themselves versus how they look and all those things and like body image and all those things that I've just said about six different times but they are both really thin so it's really wild to hear like Emma be like look at my my lumps and it's just like hmm. right like and thinking about back then, too, like, if that wasn't thin, then what was? Like, the scary, thin, like, that's wild to think mm-hmm. about because they were literally very averagely thin. And if you're looking for anything thinner, then you just look sick. But, like, back in the day, that was what people wanted to look like, those thin models that they would literally flaunt around everything as if that was healthy. I mean, I know that everyone's still fat phobic and hates fat people now, but, like... Mm-hmm. The era of Emma and Manny sitting and complaining about their bodies being fat and too big to fit in things, like, they were, like, even more so fat-phobic times. Mm, Exactly. Do you remember seeing that article? And I'm quoting the article, so for the record, I would never say some shit like this, but it was like, heroin chic is back in. And it was like, (gasps) bitch, what? Not chic. How do you put chic at the end of heroin? Yes, let me go Google it. Yes, it was a New York Post post article. Bye bye booty, November second, twenty twenty two. Heroin chic is back. I'm so embarrassed that that was within the last year. Are you kidding me? Yes, yes, and like so many articles said it. 
That's horrible. Um, I'm, I don't, and I don't know if they were just quoting the New York Post article, and that was like the inspiration for everyone talking about this. Mm-hmm. Because of the fact that we're referring it to heroin chic, it's like people have legitimate addiction issues, and then we're taking that and turning it into something sexualized mm-hmm. and idealistic, like. Y'all are fucking weird. You're very fu- like that's all I have to say. That's very fucking weird. That's horrible. Yeah. Again, back in, back in these days, for them to think they're big, I literally don't even want to know what they were looking up to. That's scary. Yeah. So, and they do focus a lot on that. So those are just those. They were very dark times. They're still very dark times, but they were mm-hmm. darker and thinner and apparently idealing heroin chic bodies. Your body is your body. And it's beautiful. But anyway, that's not what society tells you. Manny is just really feeling bad about her ep- her body. Again, as I said, all of this is relevant because later during this episode, this season, they're going to cover, cover more body image between Emma and Manny. Manny makes kind of an icky but realistic for the time period comment about how Emma doesn't need to wear a tankini to hide her Buddha belly, which is like, fuck you, all fucking bodies are whatever they want to wear, swimsuit bodies. But yeah, she mm-hmm. called, she said that bitch was wearing a bikini because she had had to hide her Buddha belly. And the bitch who she was talking about was also thin. But also saying that somebody's not thin is not an insult. You can be yeah. fat and happy and look good too. Mm-hmm. So just as a disclaimer for the rest of the episode that when people comment on people's bodies and they say shitty things, they're them. They're not Chris and Terry. (laughs) Um, Emma declares that she's ready to move on from Hurricane Sean and Manny is stressed about hearing from the casting agent because... Emma, I have one goal this year and an ain't anonymous hot dude at pool. I'm going to be an actress. Go ahead, smile. I'm doing it. Whatever it takes, I'm doing. Hold, please. Did you want to come on the show? Thank you. Why she always deny coming on the show? (laughs) On the first day of school, I'm reminded that hair layers are in again, as I said at the beginning, because Manny's hair looks horrendous. Why did Cassie? Why, Cassie? Please. JT is giving acting advice to Manny. All right. Guess who also attends Degrassi? The cute blonde boy, and I use cute in quotations because I don't think that little boy's cute. Also, it's a child, so I don't (laughs) think a child is cute. But they think he's cute. The boy they think is cute from the pool, Manny pushes literally Emma into introducing herself, and she does in a really embarrassing way. She's like, (laughs) they learn that his name is Peter. (laughs) Upsetting for Emma, Peter instantly recognizes Manny from the Kevin Smith movie, which actually has yet to premiere but maybe there were trailers i don't know manny is an aspiring actress and peter is an aspiring director perhaps a match made in heaven if emma wasn't already fawning over him peter asked manny if she has an agent yet and then he encourages her to waltz directly into bernice's office and refuse to leave until they see her if you want something in life don't ask just take it's giving Mm mm-hmm <laughs> apricot man energy yes it's very red flag and from that moment rewatching, i was like of course peter was gonna be hell because that's mm-hmm. who his daddy is you know if if you want something don't ask just take that's wild imagine being right ra- no don't because it's terrible but people are raised like that and that's the problem like and that's exactly right. why peter is the way he is because someone told him his whole life that he doesn't have to ask for things 
I mean, there's an entire, like, quote, it's better to beg for forgiveness than ask for permission. Mm-hmm. Like, that's crazy. Now, granted, I did use this quote to justify reorganizing the entire office and moving my coworker's desk out from where <laughs> it was. But, I mean, you got to show up to work if you want an input. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> anyway... Manny goes home during lunch and she requests her credit card from her parents, who apparently hold on to it so they can manage her spending. She tells him it's to buy new clothes, and Manny's mom tells her they're concerned about her clothes, her whereabouts, and her grades. Understandably so. I don't hold it against Manny, but as her parents, she did get pregnant her freshman year of high school. Wow. So, like, I do hope that if they're concerned about her, that they at least discuss the option of contraception to use her, like... Y'all worried about the wrong things. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Maybe it's me. Manny reminds us that it is the mid-2000s, and I think somebody commented on this on Reddit recently, but she casually diagnosed the R word, or diagnosed yes. She casually drops the R word in, you know, it was the times, unfortunately. But y'all not going to hear me saying it. So <laughs> she says it. She accuses her mom thinking that she is R word while insisting that she can self-manage her money. Somehow that convinces her mom absolutely here's a credit card buy fifty dollars worth of clothes okay girl manny goes shopping only to be overwhelmed with the sight of incredibly thin models and clothes that just don't fit her curvy body properly i'm not knocking manny for struggling with her body image but the like she's just not curvy she's not yeah and i feel like one thing that i always that i have heard people who are larger than me say and have been larger than me be like if you think you are fat and that's a bad thing then what are you saying about me now truth be told if i have body image issues i'm looking at my body bitch i'm not worried about your body your body right. is your body i think my body's not good so also to be taken into consideration bitch ain't nobody looking at you i'm looking at me <laughs> but yes anyway there is there is a in the like in her scenes an overwhelming representation of thin blonde models like yes they're all around her the pictures are up and she's just looking at them i don't even know if she's crying i also in my notes i talk about the heroin she comment that we talked about earlier but anyways trying times for girls poor manny mm-hmm. she's going through it she's gorgeous and she doesn't deserve that and even if she wasn't gorgeous, she still doesn't deserve it. Look at us trying to not be problematic every step of the way. <laughs> Mandy does eventually find an outfit, and she does exactly what Peter told her to do. She shows up and demands to meet with Bernice Fine. Mandy does a read for Bernice, and Bernice does exactly what agents think is acceptable. She rips Mandy to shreds and tells her to stop eating so much beans and rice. Which is... It bitch. Was re- right. It was really giving racist, because excuse me? Like- yes. It was like, why are you saying she's eating beans and rice? Right, because she's the only tan person that you've seen walk up in here. That is wild. And again, Manny has the most average body. Like, that's actually terrifying. What lumps is she going to dump? Right. But, like, this is how y'all really be acting. And then you'd be wondering why people are sick. Right. Yeah. That was so nasty. Nasty work. I would have literally had to swing on her. <laughs> don't mind me. I don't even know why I'm eating this. It's flavored strawberry banana. Okay, I thought that was. It tastes terrible. I can't believe my baby be eating this shit. 
<laughs> It'd just be like pure like apple and banana and it's boring. It was just simply awful, but here we are. <laughs> anyway, Bernice Fine is racist and she's fat phobic and she's a bitch. <laughs> Manny is feeling really shitty. She can't pick herself back up. She's crushed. She cries. She almost gets hit by a bus. And then she sees an ad for liposuction. Obviously, this is a sensible next step. So she goes to see a surgeon about getting liposuction. What were they going to take off of her? Like, that's what I don't understand. What are you going to take off of her? The thing is that also, because she goes to see some random man. And he then is like, well, I can do this, 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 and this. And that's like how I imagine sleazy ass surgeons to act yeah is to try to like sell you on more stuff but if only if you're sleazy i feel Mm -hmm. then you think that they have it um damn bitchy popular i swear people don't call me any other time of the day well i know that we're recording when i'm recording (laughs) they're probably trying to get on the show (laughs) you should let them come on Girl, no one calls me and then they will call me between this time frame. It's wild. So I do want to give props to Emma because she does show up for Manny and she says what I would consider to be like the right thing. She's like, Manny, you're gorgeous. You don't need to change. But obviously hearing things like that from your best friend isn't enough when you've already gotten your mind set on something stupid. So Emma does say the right things also. But I think her actions are kind of like shitty later. So look. We're only teens, okay? So learn from these teens and be a better friend as an adult, I guess. Mm-hmm. Also, do whatever you want to your body, but just go to a good surgeon who's not a sleazeball and, I don't know, make do things that make sense when they make sense. Yeah. I also just don't know that at Manny's age, someone should even be allowed to go because I think making permanent decisions like that is kind of crazy. Like, there really needs to be an age. I mean, your body changes so much. Right. You're bot like, what is she sixteen? I'm sorry, your the your sixteen year old body is likely going to look very different in five years. Yes, and you'll probably like the changes too. That's the thing. Like the older you get, the more sometimes the more you like develop hips and like things that you would want. But I guess in this back in the same age, that's not what they want. But again, being so young and being able to even step foot in there and say that you wanted to do that should be illegal if it has nothing to do with like medical. Right. I don't know. I want you to be happy with the body that you have. But I mean, there are some things I don't know. Maybe you could tell me like maybe noses or maybe my ears were stuck out really far. And that was something that I don't know. I was really self-conscious about. That could be something that I could imagine maybe getting surgery on because I'm not going to grow into my ears. They're always going to stick the fuck out. Yeah, that's what they look like. Right. But my body, the distribution of things i mean society my confidence also i just think it's developmentally appropriate to feel like you look like shit as a teen anyway yes and that's the exciting thing about getting old because not much else is exciting the bills and stuff aren't but you just expect to grow into yourself and look better and be able to dress better and all these things yeah so i don't know here we are Manny is over trying to get herself some liposuction. Emma's with her. Sure. She does. She is not moved by any of the motivate of the nice things that Emma says. She could probably and yeah, 
It's oh, I think it says she's seventeen. Anyway, the whole charade is just giving body dysmorphia. Manny explains, which they never really touch on, mm-hmm. and call it what it is. Anyway. Manny explains that she has a voice in her head that tells her that she's imperfect daily, and she constantly has to tell that voice to shut up. And now she's tired, so she's taking action, liposuction. It does sound really draining. I do want to say, and I know nothing about this, but I have my one friend who's listening to our podcast who is annoying and knows everything, but, like, not annoying. I love you. And she said that basically when you take fat from an area the fat never returns to that area or it's a very small percentage like chance that it will return to that area Hmm. but then it will collect elsewhere so i think that people can kind of get into a cycle of getting liposuction done because if i get it removed from my stomach it's not going to return to my stomach but now it's going to go to my thighs so now my thighs are bigger than they were before and now Hmm. i'm going to need to get it off the down of my thighs now I've gotten liposuction on my thighs, and now it's going to my arms. Well, now my arms are bigger than they used to be. So now I got it. So it's like, you just got to get the whole body at once. Yeah. And it's just, and again, so as you said, at being at 17 and getting something like that done might not be a really good idea if you don't have a good surgeon, a good yeah. doctor, parent permission, someone who's at least involved in this, advocating for, knows how this is going to impact you long term. That's just my thoughts. If you're going to do yeah. it, do it right. Yeah, because that's a surgeon's dream. Like you're saying, yes, you can come and get this liposuction because I know you're going to be back in three years to get this and then this and then this. Right. And my thing that in my big old age is just kind of feeling like if somebody is selling something to you, the little phrase from the airport, if somebody's asking you for a ride, then you probably shouldn't be taking it. If somebody is trying to sell something to you, then they're probably a scammer. So I'm seeing you <laughs> sitting on the back of somebody's bus asking me to get liposuction. And you're probably not the one that I want to go with. I don't trust you. Right. I'm going to go look for the ones who don't have to, who maybe are getting their referrals by word of mouth. I'm trusting word of mouth referrals, right. surgeons and stuff more than I am the guy who has the money to blow it on an advertisement. Probably just got a rich daddy who subsidized your ads. Manny meets with a surgeon she tells that she wants the fat removed from her butt and thighs but her bust is fine he approaches her with a plate to talk about I don't know what the plate is anyway about the cost he oh he approaches the plate to talk to talk his talk and up the cost he encourages her to combine lipo with a breast augmentation Manny will need parental consent and enough money which she has the next day, Peter tries to flirt with Manny, and she brushes off his advances with a smile. She's really trying to do the right thing, but it seems like she does think he's cute. Mm-hmm. He also brings she also brings up to date him up to date on her failed attempt, which that the agent and her need for liposuction. He's like, "Do whatever is necessary, but also come to my friend's party this evening." Manny tells Peter that Emma's free, but he insists on inviting Manny anyway. She gets home after school to discover. Two very pissed parents. Guess who found out about the down payment and she put down for liposuction? Joseph Santos. That's who. Joseph is mad. I sacrificed all my life so you can be a loose girl? I'm not a loose girl. Then why do you want bigger boobs, huh? Huh? What kind of girl wants that? A good girl? No. Only a slut. Bitch, that what? is so wild. Like, I know she has a... Uh... Likely immigrant parents, no. So, like, that idea of just, like, I came here to mm-hmm. give you a better life and this is what you're doing with your better life 
it doesn't make it right, but I see what like why her parents are the way they are with her because they're like, bitch, if you don't get your shit together and do something actually with Absolutely. your career to make it worth it, because again, I nearly broke my back to get us here. So, Absolutely. Wow. But it's also like I wish I mean, maybe it's naive of me to say that like you came here so that your kids would have options. Yeah, to that's true. Choose happiness and not go get liposuction behind your back, but perhaps to mm-hmm. pursue a, the career field of acting. Right. Um. So he goes off. I think he's foul. But Manny is also going about her acting aspirations in all the wrong ways. Because she, you did, girl, you did one play at school and one movie. <laughs> you should probably do more plays at schools, take some acting lessons with the money you got, and maybe secure right. an agent. But she's trying to jump ahead and failing at doing so. So he's not right for calling her a slut, but she is wrong for what she's trying like you're trying to jump into movies before you've taken some acting lessons before you've done more plays like i'm glad that this is what you want to do so practice yeah right and like capitalize off the fact that you were able to be in a movie of someone like what is it kevin's caliber at that point right where it's just like you got lucky you are in the movie so leverage that but and i also made the note of like the agent that she went to was foul but she also told her to find what was special about her and what manny took and ran with was the fact that she commented on her body which she shouldn't have done and she already made her feel worse about it but it's just interesting to me that her mind let her be like i'm gonna go get liposuction because she said that i have lumps versus i'm going to go do something else about my acting yeah about my acting and about what's special about me i'm just gonna go do the look thing because that'll make it easier which is never the case you know what i mean like it's never gonna be enough to just look a certain way Right. And I just feel I'm a slow and steady ass bitch versus um, racing to win that race. Yeah. What was it? This little the tortoise versus the hare. Mm-hmm. Um, and I remember having a friend a few years back, several years back, who wanted to be an event planner. And in her mind, she was just going to create an Instagram account and mm-hmm. start hosting events. And I was like, but why would anyone want you to host their events you don't have this event planning is something where you have to have a huge network of people who are planning events in order for you in order to hire you in order to build up your like status you basically i think i kind of googled it and looked into it as like you go work at a at a hotel and they're like hospitality Mm. stuff you do their events you get to know the line of work and then you get to meet people but she was like i'm gonna take this 300 on class on eventbrite and i'm gonna learn how to have be a business owner and i want to let y'all know that while she does i think have technically a business license i don't know i don't even know if she has that um she does have an instagram and I want to say, I forget how long she did that for before she was like, okay, so I actually need a job with health insurance. This right. is not taking off the way I thought that it would. And that is not to knock her idea, but it is to say that you can't jump from point A to Z yeah, overnight. You got to like, to my knowledge, you have to put in the work. So Right. Yeah. Unless you are someone like Peter, whose dad just tells you to take things and because you right. are white, but neither here right. nor there. <laughs> or right. Unless you already have a huge network, like unless you're cleaning Paris Hilton's closets. Right. Right. Us common people, we can't jump to point Z. We mm-hmm. don't have that ability. All right. So Joseph ain't shit. 
Also, wanted to add that I had a friend whose mom in college suggested to her that I was a hoe because I had big boobs. So I didn't realize that, like, big boobs really meant you a hoe because um, I didn't, I mean, I didn't choose to have big boobs. Bitch, and, I was born like this. Like, what? <laughs> and any one of my friends and my mother who's listening to this will be like, actually, bitch, let me pull out this Christmas list from 2000 because you actually asked for boobs. And you know what that would be careful what you wish for. But <laughs> I didn't realize it would be this large, okay? No, you didn't. I'm crying. <laughs> so Manny's dad tells her, you can get the fuck out until you want to come correct. And Manny's like, okay, bye, bitch. I think it's wild that he kicks her out for wanting to be an actress and her mom is trash because why did you allow him to come at her like this? I don't understand any of it. Y'all need to check your men. Yeah, she literally plays the back burner a lot in this and just like tells Manny that she needs to listen to him pretty much. <laughs> Manny shows up to Peter's party and I'm really confused by her interaction with Emma because Emma's surprised to see her and she's like, how did you hear about this party? But like, why didn't she hear about it from you? Her best friend, Emma. Like, Emma, why didn't you tell Manny about the party? Why are you here without her? Right. With And then with these fake bitches that you don't even know. Wasn't that the girl that they were talking shit about? Girl, exactly. Exactly. I said, since when did y'all become friends? When did Manny ever have any friends who weren't Manny? Right. So Peter tells Manny, I'm glad you could make it. I'm really confused because the Tankini girl from the pool, it makes a statement about Peter going for girls like that. I don't know what that means. She says with an attitude, Manny storms off to drink vodka with strangers. And since Emma just sat there and let that Tankini girl talk shit to her like that, like, bitch. Really do. Because y'all were calling her Buddha Belly three days ago. Mm Mm-mm. Fickle. Manny is enjoying her drink of straight vodka. Who? Who is able to do this? Not I. And then Peter is, like, recording all the shenanigans, and I don't know why anyone will be okay with this due to all the underage drinking, but what do I know? I want to figure out where these kids are partying at, because this is a fully stocked bar with a bartender in a basement. Manny is drunkenly, sadly, watching Emma bond with the other thin blonde who they were all talking, who was shit-talking Manny earlier. Manny is taking the vodka, talking... She's drinking her vodka. She's talking some boy's ear off about how her dad called her a slut when Peter approaches her and refers to her as a little girl. But naturally, Manny's like, I'm not a little girl. And she invites him upstairs into a bathroom. It's a really bad decision. It's a really bad decision, which could have easily been avoided had Emma just been more worried about her OG best friend rather than her weird jealousy over Peter. Girl, what are you doing over there? That, that is my dog. <laughs> Do you hear that? Or mm-hmm. Yeah, it's her chewing a toy. <laughs> but yes, so this whole thing could have been avoided if someone had just been a friend to Manny. As always. Isn't that always the case, though? Like, you just let her sit there drunk and depressed and you weren't worried about her? Okay. Right. You didn't That's correct cool. homegirl for coming at her for no reason, because what are you even talking about? Like, Manny, like, is it Manny's outfit? I guess this is risque for back in the day, but she has a halter top on. Like... <laughs> I don't understand why that would make her a girl like anything. Like, she has jeans and a holster top on. <laughs> like, y'all need to leave her alone. Because they stay coming for Manny. Everyone always ganging up on her. And sometimes she'd be doing stupid shit. But it's literally just like, no one ever really defends her. No. Not enough. Except for Craig. And we'll get there when we get there. My God. How far along has this episode been? 
56 minutes bitches we gotta wrap this up that's what i'm saying i'm like this might end up being a two-part episode because y'all are not gonna just straight up get an hour and a half from us oh my god that's what it's literally gonna be and we ain't even sidetracking enough all right anyway bad decision (laughs) manny goes upstairs she tells peter we should make a movie because the cameras never lie next we see manny on camera taking her top off for peter and she is very visibly drunk she played a drunk girl better than Caitlin Ryan did. <laughs> and Caitlin was so much older. So the episode ends here. We're in a pause, except not for our ad from our sponsors for nothing. So we'll go to the next episode. <laughs> and episode two, plot B, leaving you bitches on a cliffhanger there. What happens next? Who knows? We'll have to tune in. Anyway, Ellie still isn't talking to Craig, but Marco wants Ellie to join Craig's band. I can't believe that Marco is still open to being in a band with Craig because I didn't forget that shitty-ass tape y'all recorded. (laughs) Emma is staring an angry glare into the back of Craig's head when he tells her that it was very embarrassing to find out that he was dumped via email on his birthday. Not even an email sent to him. Not that. Craig told Ellie that he doesn't need to be protected by her and Ellie tells him that if he wants to be angry he can go find Ashley in London and do it there now child you already know he tried to show up uninvited on her before yeah whatever happened to that ticket they got their money back (laughs) never heard from it (laughs) about it again Ellie ignores Marco when he tries to get her attention during lunch and she decides that she's going to be friends with Hazel and Paige I don't understand the purpose behind this plot line because the two are worried about not having sufficient extracurricular activities on their college application. So Ellie's like, let's get the band back together. And they're like, awesome. But it's really shady because Paige won't even refer to Ellie as her friend. (laughs) She said acquaintance. Eager, bored, and friendless, Ellie has already written a song for her band only to find out that Paige and A. Hazel have moved on. They're not interested in restarting their band. So now she doesn't have a band or friends. She's left with only one thing left, crawling back to Craig. Ellie admits to Craig that she should have told him instead of trying to protect him. Craig eventually apologizes as well, and he admits that he overreacted. Somehow he agrees to allow Ellie into his band as the drummer. End. Any thoughts before I go into our last plot? I think it's just such a scam that high schools used to tell you that you needed to be in all these clubs to get into college, when literally a college will take you for your money. So... Let yeah. that be a lesson. I did no, I did very little extracurricular activities because I had to work after school, you know, um, and I still went to college and I still have a degree and I still have a job. So <laughs> honestly, with you even saying that, it kind of feels like, and I know, I feel like your sister prepared you more to be like, bitch, you better get them scholarships, hopefully to mm-hmm. a certain extent. But I feel like, the fact that extracurriculars are supposed to get you scholarships, right? Mm-hmm. But you can't do the extracurriculars if you have to work. Kind of feels and like a, a hit at the poor. Yes, and you need kind a scholarship of... because you're working at 16. <laughs> See, this is why our episode is an hour long. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, just it's, fun. it's funny that that was a storyline because if you're listening now and not yet in college, like these things matter depending on what school you want to go to and what you're looking for. But again they will play it up like you need to do X, Y, and Z all the time. And honestly, again, a college will take your money regardless. (laughs) True. I sat in field hockey for four years and wasn't nobody trying to give me shit for being mediocre at field hockey. Girl, right. I did tennis. I got absolutely nothing out of it. (laughs) Did you did tennis? I did tennis. I learned something new. All right. 
On to plot A. In our opening scene of part two of the new blah, 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 Emma's reminded that she never should have taught Manny how to sneak in and out of her basement bedroom window because Manny right. literally stumbles, right, into the sink, swearing that she didn't ha- do anything with Peter. And Emma ushers Manny into the bed, requesting that her drunk ass quiets down along the way. <laughs> you see... So many reasons this girl has abused that damn window. Right. How many times she gonna sneak in a window without you telling her to until you lock it? You know what I mean? Like, girl. <laughs> when are we gonna act on this? Girl, it is wild to me that Manny stumbled into Emma's house drunk this late and all Emma's worried about is, why did Jen see you with Peter? Bitch, that's what you worried about? And bitch, who is Jen? <laughs> I guess Buddha Belly. And why is that your friend? Exactly. It's not. And we never see this bitch again. In fact, now I want to find out where she went, Jen, from I Degrassi. Know. I bet I can't even find her. They're going to be like, uh, what do they call those? Um, oh. oh, I found her. Okay. Like, who was she extras. played by? Haley Lochner. That last name sounds familiar, but I think it's just because it's a... Haley Lochner was an actress. She was... I have never seen this bitch anywhere. Oh, she was in Camp Rock as Aaron. Who the hell is Aaron? She has not been in anything since 2009. The Listener, Cooper's Camera, Camp Rock, Degrassi, Tilt. So maybe that'll be our next deep dive. Deep dive, yes. Dang, I forgot to mention that Peter was in some Lifetime movies, and that's also a um, a trajectory for Degrassi characters. Say, yeah, the Degrassi <laughs> to Lifetime movies pipeline. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. All right, where are we? Question that I ask myself every <laughs> fucking week. I'm so sorry, guys. I'm we're doing the best we can. Oh my god, this is so long. It's so funny. So Manny is super hungover the next morning, and Mr. Simpson tells her that her mother wept to find out that Manny was safe at their home, which is crazy because you let your husband talk to your daughter like that. But now I'm over here wondering if perhaps Joseph is actually just you know like low key abusive towards both of them because right. that's the energy that I'm getting here. Manny sees Peter the next day and she asks him to tell her that he is as hungover as she is only to find out that he wasn't even drinking. So now he a fucking creep because now I had a question. So Manny asks Peter, why didn't you stop me since he was sober for which he replies, your request to make a movie implied that you didn't want me to. So do you think it was wrong for Peter to record her being that he was sober and she very obviously wasn't? Um... Absolutely. I hope I'm answering that right. Yeah. yeah. I, he was wrong. Yeah. He was wrong. Because he nasty. I, he ain't shit. Right. And he had the, in that opportunity too, right? So he already had been creepy, which was red flag number one. But in that moment when she tells you that she can't remember anything and that you were there and she remembers you being there, that's when you had the chance to step back and be like, actually, I need to delete this because it's obvious that something was wrong. Like no one was actually giving consent here. But no, he like literally tries to capitalize on it and blackmail her with it when he was dead wrong and this was his one opportunity to step back and delete everything and be like you know what you're right i'm sorry one time somebody told me to record them we were all drinking and i did and then they flipped out when they found out that i did record them so i deleted the recording that's it's all it's weird takes. how like <laughs> right and again we had all been drinking 
I now obviously I found out after the fact that one had been more intoxicated than I was, but in the moment I did not realize that, and it was like, oh, you don't like that I have this? Guess what? And it, I still don't. I don't think that it was any. It was nowhere near anything right. like what Manny did. But at the same time, I have a recording that you don't want me to have. Bye. Never to be spoken yeah. of again. That's what a decent and person she, does. Right. And she's telling you right now she doesn't remember it. So that is a red flag that you have something that you shouldn't have. You shouldn't have done it. You should have apologized right there and deleted it in her face. But no. Mm-hmm. But here we are. All right. So. Wow. If if anything, I am consistent because I included this story in my notes. I am just saying, speaking of that story candidly, so here we are. Anyway, if a drunk person tells you to record them, I guess the moral of the story in the episode is, don't do it. So right. Peter tells Manny that he would like to see her again, and Manny's like, please, keep this between the two of us. And he's like, oh, I'm, I'll erase everything. In decline, declining Peter's date invitation, though, me, P, Manny told Peter that Emma is into him. So later in the library, she details possibly a muted version of this conversation. Because she's like, yeah, I told Peter that, like, you know, he and I think he was into it. Peter doesn't want Emma. He does not no. want Emma. But now Emma thinks that Peter wants her. So she apologizes to Manny. I'm so sorry I was snotty earlier. And their conversation is interrupted by Manny's mom at school. Bitch, why are you here? Oh, <laughs> why is you here? <laughs> Manny's mom accuses Manny of making her father's temper worse by refusing to come home. But you told me that I thought was a slut and to get the fuck out, so I left. Girl, they don't know. Emma's nosy ass shows up to overhear the conversations. Manny tells her mom that she's the one who needs to be angry, considering her father called her a slut. Like, girl, Joseph just called me a hoe. In your face, right? Joseph was hella out of pocket for that. Mama Manny tells her that if you don't give up acting, you're gonna have to take your daddy. Make your, you'll make your daddy angry. And Manny's like, okay, well, I'm not giving that up, so y'all just gonna be mad. And Mama Manny says, okay, well, you can stay at Manny, which is wild, because when did I say this was an option? <laughs> just but go I, live with your best friend. <laughs> but Emma's like, okay, it's cool, but who did you ask? <laughs> the same person she asked to use that window when she'd be sneaking in her damn house. Girl, and I'm like, this child just got kicked out over wanting to be an actor, but not for terminating a pregnancy that's actually so true right the, at least she was trying to get a job out the situation and to be fair i don't think she should be kicked out for either but for yeah. a very religious family mm-hmm. it's weird that acting is the line that y'all are drawing and not the abortion i'm very confused because i know y'all sent somebody back to the philippines for getting pregnant as a teen before right. so the math is just not mathing for me here this is why Manny brother left. <laughs> <laughs> you shut the fuck up. So, <laughs> Manny goes from waiting on Peter to delete the video to trying to steal the video from Peter. And I'm like, did I? Maybe I need to watch the season five deleted scenes because this doesn't make sense. And then I watched the deleted scenes and I didn't see shit in there. Like, so how do we get from, yeah, I'm going to delete it to actually I'm going to go steal your stuff and delete it. Right. I guess maybe because he didn't show him deleting it, and that would be the first actual proof that you would have if you actually wanted to do that for someone. I actually say in my recap, this is the longest two-part episode of my life, and I feel like I've been trying to finish this recap for days. 
That is so funny. So it is really long, and it's been an hour and seven minutes at this point. This is wild. It's a two-part <laughs> episode, and we watched... The funny thing is the two-part episodes without, like, actual commercials are, like, 20 minutes each. It's a 40-minute episode. <laughs> so much is happening. Peter walks in on Manny trying to steal the tape, and he tells her that she can have it if she just goes on a date with him. But Manny what? is like, I'm not playing this game with you, little boy. And so we know our girl Manny isn't one to bite our tongue, so she or one to be played with. But like, bitch, he has something really important, so right. it doesn't go well. Like Manny not biting her tongue versus privileged little white boy. He just he told you early in the episode he gets what he wants, and before y'all call me a racist, his literal first words of advice were "Take what you want and don't accept no." Mm-hmm. He said it, not me. And y'all gonna be like, well, just because he's white. Stop listening to the podcast. Anyway, <laughs> now Peter's price has gone up. He wants money to buy a new camera or he's going to release a video of Manny to the entire school. He's gross and I don't know how anyone likes him. Manny acts like a teen who does not understand how things work. So she goes to the surgeon to demand that he gives her back the money for the deposit. But it has to be given to her directly in cash. That's not how it works. Girl, you paid with a credit card. You didn't even have the money in the first place. Like, oh, my God. <laughs> so he, call, he threatens to call security. She leaves and she realizes that she is defeated. And that night in bed, Manny tells Emma, I love you no matter what happens tomorrow. The last time, Manny tries to make amends with Peter, and she offers, I'll just go on a date with you, okay? But he's like, bitch, that offer has expired. Give me that fucking money. (laughs) That's so crazy. And so Manny is like, you know what? Fuck you. I'm going to throw this shit on your body. And he's like, you know what, bitch? I'm going to pull out this fucking Palm Pilot, because you shouldn't have whipped out your boobs to the first person to give you attention. Not that he had a Palm Pilot, though. A Palm Pilot to spread uh child pornography around the school yeah fucking nasty so he's wrong no matter how you look at it like he was drunk she was drunk he was sober and his parents clearly give him anything he wants Mm -hmm. except for a proper bedroom which we'll find out in a few episodes but either way he's still a menace and he's blackmailing manny to get a camera that he likely doesn't even need it's just entitled little brat he doesn't like that he couldn't have Manny, and so he's going to make her pay for it. So he whips out his Palm Pilot and sends her videos to the entire school. Manny goes back into the school, and she sees everybody laughing while looking at their devices. But it turns out that JT and Toby are just laughing at a monkey being shocked by the smell of its own butt, which somebody told me is a scene from Austin Powers. Oh, that's funny. I'm not 100% sure now. I have to look it up. That's funny. I remember Austin Powers, like, briefly. Mainly because Beyonce was in it at one point. How? So, that means JT and Toby didn't get the video, or this was just a random coincidence that no one saw the video yet? I think it was just a coincidence. Like, maybe he just, they have been doing something else. Yeah. That is crazy. Not the revenge porn. Yeah. I don't know what this is from. Somebody said that this, they watched it on some movie. And I guess someone will tell me. Also, somebody in our messages told told us which movies of Kevin Smith to watch. And I need to do that as well. But I this episode see that. Is, is an hour and 11 minutes. So I'm not talking about that shit today. I'm going back to this really long two-part <laughs> episode. <laughs> So Manny goes back into school. Everybody's laughing. She gets relieved because she's like, okay, good. It's not my boobs. 
But Peter was not bluffing. He really sent that to the other, the entire school because we next see Jimmy, Craig, and their classmates start watching it during their media immersion class. Manny Santos, my, how you've grown. Manny tries to start Spirit Squad practice only for Shantae to show up and late and giggling about Manny's video. Somehow Paige gets to decide to kick Manny off the team for this year. <laughs> Manny leaves and runs into Emma, who chews Manny out for making the video with Peter. Somehow all of this inspired Manny to go home and plead her case to her father, who still turns her down. And he tells her, you gonna do what you do, or you can leave. Like, do as I say, or get the fuck out. My way or the highway. And she picks the highway, even though she don't have nowhere to stay, because Emma don't want her over there either. Just like Ellie had to crawl back to Craig, Manny has to crawl back to Emma. It probably would have been helpful if Manny... Manny and Ellie would have been became friends at this point, but here we are instead. Well, that would have been great. A Manny and Ellie friendship. That would make sense. Let's ship them instead of Manny and Craig or Ellie and Craig. Right. Okay, they let's both... take Craig out of the equation. Right. Both decent friends that most people don't reciprocate the shit for because why I actually love Ellie to tell her ex-boyfriend about her not coming back. Wow, we really let... Mm. Missed opportunity. Anyway, Manny goes to go find Emma. She admits that she screwed up really badly. She's lost her family, her reputation, and her best friend. And that a lot of her insecurities stem from her, from her not being skinny and blonde. But Emma's like, bitch, that's a load of crap. I don't know. I know why she's insecure, so I'll give it to her. But that doesn't... And also, for what it's worth, she didn't actually hook up with Peter, to my knowledge. But, I mean, are we to believe that she did hook up with Peter? I guess, right? I don't... I I get it. But I don't understand how you're blaming Manny for this when it's clearly a situation of someone taking advantage of her because she was drunk. Right. Like, I don't understand how Emma... Like, you can be mad, but on the... Honestly, you should be glad that Manny figured this out before you did because Peter sucks. I think she just exposed her boobs for the movie. Her Degrassi wiki. Right. Again, I mean, which is crazy. Just. Right. But, again, why did he record it and send it? Like, that's the real issue here. And everyone, like, treating Manny as if she's not a victim in this situation is wild. Because that is revenge porn. But it's so on brand. We always trying to, we're always trying to jump to call a girl a hoe. Mm-hmm. versus calling out the boy for what they should be called out for. That was a horrible thing to do. Yeah. And it's all Manny's fault. And now Manny can't be on the cheer team because someone took advantage of her while she was drunk. Wow. Right. That's crazy. And it's also crazy that What's-Her-Face gets to kick her off. Right. With no con- like no one's feedback, just straight up right there. And wouldn't you think Wait, that Paige would have some more compassion for women being taken advantage of by men? We just have so many questions. Paige is probably just thirsty for an opportunity to knock Manny off her high horse and try to take her right, like, right, take her place back as Queen B again. Girl, everybody got to go. So I guess Manny and Emma end up being friends again because the next day they walk into school. The next day, sisters in solidarity. Miss H is going off on Peter, and it becomes apparent to Emma and Manny that Miss H is Peter's mom. Emma and Manny make amends, and they agree no more lies between between the two of them ever again. And I'm pretty sure Emma ends up telling the next lie, but we'll get there when we get there. (laughs) 
the episode ends. Um, my moral is friends don't let friends run off with a drunk guy and uh, don't take videos of anyone when you're drunk or you're a fucking creep if you don't delete it later. Yeah. I can agree with that. I don't even remember what I said, John. I think I said something of uh, men are trash, um, but mm. also stop victim blaming. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's been a long road. This I think wild. we're all tired. This is the I mean, longest episode I think we've ever recorded. And I spent 30 minutes looking for f- fucking headphones. <laughs> I guess I will take two minutes out of this that I looked for headphones. That's We're funny. tired. It's 9 p.m. And I have to go work out tomorrow. So, <clears throat> Paige has... Next on Degrassi. <laughs> Paige has her whole future planned out. She's going to be the best Canadian. She's going to the best Canadian university. I'm so tired and I can't read. Banting. <laughs> she will live with Matt and everything will be perfect. Perfect, perfect, perfect. That is until Matt comes back a changed man. Meanwhile, but still a pedophile... Jimmy is proud to be the new basketball coach, but a new member, Derek, causes trouble. That wraps this week's super long episode of Below the Dot Podcast. If you enjoyed your listen, please tell a friend to tell a friend. Like, subscribe, all that fun stuff. To hold you over between episodes, you can follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok under some derivative of the username Below the Dot. Feel free to reach out with any questions, comments, or concerns on either of our social media accounts or email us at whateverittakes385 at gmail.com. Thank you so much for listening, and we will be back next week, maybe. I don't know. I think Terry has plans. We'll find out. We will be back <laughs> in the future, whatever it takes.